Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Molly Nelson and today I will be interviewing Jamie Nelson. Hello, Jamie Nelson. Hello. Welcome. Okay, so my first question is, how is COVID-19 affecting your work? My work has completely transformed. We have gone from remote teaching and remote learning and remote planning all overnight. So instead of sitting at a desk where I meet with the other administrators, I am at home with my children trying to find an office in a bedroom in a spare space that is not simultaneously in a Zoom call with my children's Zoom calls. Um, But we are all figuring out our new normal and our new schedules and our new bandwidth, our new Wi-Fi passwords, all those things. So everything has changed. Um, Not just that, but my schedule has fully changed where normally we leave early in the morning and we don't get home until like 7.30 after everyone's sports are done. And now there's no sports to be had. Both my children play water sports, water polo and swim team, and all the pools are closed. So I have kids with pent-up energy and um, lots of time. So we're doing dry land activities and PE at the house. So just trying to figure out how work meshes with home life, with sports, with meals, with staying inside and finding family time. Um, Well, actually, we have lots of family time, don't we? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Just finding out the balance that works for everybody. So we have a couple of introverts and a couple of extroverts in our house. And what works for one person may not work for the other person. But Overall, um, I'm pretty happy. This is the most time my kids have allowed me to spend with them in a couple of years. And so far, nobody looks that unhappy about it. We're getting lots of family time and we now know what family dinners are again. So Hmm. there's definitely some upsides to this. Has your work sped up or slowed down? It's different for all different people. Good question. Um, Some days it feels very sped up when you're making really tough decisions on the fly and um, decisions that need to be very calculated with an administrative team. Um, But they need to be made in a timely manner and you hope that you're making the right decision for a large group of people. So uh, that can feel like a lot of pressure. It can feel um, almost like you're busier than you are because you feel stressed and pressure to make the right decision that works for everybody. Um, And then there's days that are a little slower. And I think with this ability to work from home, um, your days are actually longer because you do take a lunch to eat with your kids or your family, or you take time to work out so that you can feel sane, but then you might be working later in the night. So each day has been very different. I have not had one day that has been exactly like the other. Some days have been busier than others, some slower than others. Is social distancing affecting you at all? So for me, um, yes and no. I am an extrovert around my friends, but at work and at home, I'm an introvert. And so part of me is really liking this. Uh, When I feel like I'm around a big group of people, I feel like I have to be on. And there's something peaceful about not having to be on. Um, 
I miss my friends, but I'm really good at always calling them and connecting kind of remotely anyway. Um, so for me, this isn't a big deal now that, you know, I have you guys, Mm -hmm. I don't go out a lot or I don't, you know, have dinners or go out late night with my friends anymore. That hasn't happened for many, many years between sports and everything else. So it's not a huge shift for me socially. I kind of am still doing what I'm doing. Um, and in some regards, I've gotten closer to some friends. I've taken online meditation with my friends where we've all met online and we wouldn't have thought to do that otherwise. And um, I think I'm making more of a conscious effort to make sure that friends and family are okay, especially the ones that may have some underlying health issues. So I've been pretty good about checking in. So has um, this pandemic brought your family closer or has it not like a lot of fights? Uh huh. Um, so you children may disagree with me, but I think it's brought us a lot closer. I think, you know, we've kept our schedule of waking up really early and we don't sleep in uh, where we could. And we wake up and we do a family walk every day with coffee and it's kind of our morning check in. Um, love the walks. Yeah, they're good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of us love them more than others, but <laughs> um, I love them too. And rain or shine, we've been walking and talking and every morning just saying, like, how are you? How do you feel? Are you still comfortable? Are you scared? Um, so those those walks and talks mean a lot to me. Um, Grant, who is Molly's younger brother, gets a little more scared Um, And he's a huge extrovert and needs lots of social stuff. So we have allowed him to move his room into our, basically our living room. So he dragged a mattress there and Molly has been such a good sister and sleeps with him almost every night um, just so he can feel like in a common space. And that's made him feel really close to everybody and feel safe. Um, It's like a giant blanket fort in there. Yeah, it's just a big fort. We've made spaces around our house that just make people feel good and feel comfortable. So I think um, I am really thankful that you kids are really open with me and your dad. I know that um, you're both really good at sharing your feelings and talking to us and giving us the good, the bad, and and the ugly. Um, And to me, that brings me joy that you feel safe telling us everything that you feel. So I think, um, our world has slowed down tremendously without all the sports and we're having almost every meal together and, um, talking about when assignments are hard or when they're frustrating or when we've had enough or Mm -hmm. when we don't want to be on camera during a zoom call, uh, all those things. So I think, I think the lines of communication have opened tremendously. Okay. So what are your thoughts on the whole news process? Is it scary? Is it um, confusing at some times? Good question. Um, I think it's all of those things. I think it's always confusing and it's alarming, horrific. Um, I try to see the good in people. I try to find the heroes. I try to find all the... The nice news that I try to find the social media posts that highlight all of our heroes in the healthcare industry and um, everyone that's going out of their way to do something kind for another person. So I'm seeking that out. I know that um, in our family, uh, 
your dad does not like watching the news and it causes him a lot of anxiety. And I think me, me, um, maybe because, uh, my job is communications. I just always like to be informed and I feel almost anxiety when I'm not informed. So I feel the need to turn it on in the morning, see what's happened overnight. And I need to see what's going on before I go to bed. And for me, that brings down my anxiety. Um, so it's all of those things. And I do recognize that my sleep is not very good. So maybe there's some anxiety that I'm not totally recognizing. I think it affects us all mentally and physically different. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you and your brother kind of do not want to see as much as the news, right? Yeah. Some people, they just want to stay away from it and not hear anything because it scares them. And then some people like need to be informed to like, to be motivated and to like know what's going on yeah and it's just different for all people all of us are having our different ways of uh getting through this pandemic and some people um it's just different and And does it scare you or you just kind of don't want to hear it um it doesn't scare me as much but like the numbers when i hear like a thousand people died today. It's scary to think, yeah, like a p- big percent of our population is like mm-hmm. dying. So the statistics scare you, yeah. The actual numbers, yeah. Me too. I I hear that. Um, and then Grant doesn't really watch the news, right? Um, no, he's just watching TV. Yeah, turn. he's coping with uh, cartoons. Yeah. So, um. We're going to end on this note of how will you think the world will change after this? Um, I mean, I don't think the world will ever be quite the same. I don't think that anybody has seen a global pandemic except for a small population of people who are in their hundreds. Um, So we can't ever say that we haven't had a global pandemic before. So that alone changes a whole lot of things. I think there'll always be a baseline fear in people that it's going to happen again. I also think that um, in a positive way, our ability to pivot and create new platforms when we need to um, are there now. And we're able to remote learn and remote work. And we had all those systems in place, but now we know we can fully operate them and make that functional for kids at school. And I think Mm -hmm. um, for your generation, I think it's going to bring a huge amount of flexibility um, that maybe wasn't there in some people before. Like some people are flexible, some people aren't. But I think this is forcing everybody to have to be flexible. This is um, something that better communication skills, too, for sure. But you guys are going to grow up being like, I did this. I This is what we did during the pandemic. And yeah. we had to stay home. And we had to make sure we weren't going through all of our food in three days. You guys are going to have your own stories to put into words and what's going to be in history books. But yeah, it's the first big thing that you've lived through, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's it. Thank you for joining me. And um, I hope you have a nice rest of the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I hope we still get to spend lots of time together and still love each other every day. Bye.